R E R. Welcome to Racers Alley, heart of the mission here. And uh, again, as always, thank you, Pam Tastic, for running this wonderful studio. Yeah, tonight we have Wade Boyd and Mulcrate we'll Brian uh, spinning the tunes, which is very nice. Welcome, Wade. How you doing, mate? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Got a nice looking duds there. I see. Boy, uh, that's that's from your pal down south, correct? Or where is he? No, far, 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 right. far right. Kind of east or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wade has a wonderful new coat on. Uh, it has tails on it, uh, custom made. Got the uh, nice dragon on there, and very colorful uh, checkered uh, uh, cuffs and checkered uh, lapel up top. And it's a burning checkered flag. It's burning checkered on flag. purple and beautiful tuxedo tails and, on and the back. Yeah. So yeah, the, the tails are where it's a it's a international track jack patch jacket. So I got patches of. The big international tracks that I've been to that are far, far away. And they, yeah, there's a whole lot of tracks on there, Wade. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's a little more to it than just... So anyhow, I got the tails, I got the burning stuff, I got a little more room in case I go somewhere else. Like, I'm hoping to go to New Zealand next year. Wow, that would be awesome. I'll get a patch for New Zealand. Ding, I've been there. Is that after the, yeah. uh, the uh, Australian? Uh... Either before or after. Sweet. Right on. It has to go right around that time frame because we're only there once, really. Yeah, for our listeners, Wade uh, travels to Australia. Uh, boy, I think it's probably six years now. Yeah, six years. Six years to, uh, in goes, January. In January, goes racing out there, and uh, that we do have a Team USA uh, club. And uh, boy, they're getting uh, you know a lot more fast guys, a lot more expensive machinery. It seems. Yep. Everybody had rockets. Um, we kind of built our own. Um, we just miss making the challenge, but we're really close. And so I talked my sponsor and everything into going. We had a great time. The bikes work really good. They're totally hooked. They want to go back. Our big mission is he's going to build us both a super bike. Ooh, nice. And so I had a we, the Catch decision up. went down. Was it be a Kawasaki or Suzuki? Same decision I made a little while ago. We bought a Kawasaki. That what is what Eric's riding. That's the one I built. And then we went and got a uh, Suzuki because the, uh, most of the Australians, the fast ones, are on Suzukis. The They're Katana, pro- right? Yeah. The 82 Katanas? T- turns out you can get parts for those. You can't really get parts for Ooh, the KZs. That's a huge dip- yeah. All my friends had KZs. So I still know a couple that have parts, and I'm slowly borrowing a couple little parts off of them to finish my bike up and make it go really good. And um so anyhow at the moment eric's built riding it it's an ltd but it went as fast as everything else the the field is basically suzuki's and kawasaki's and the in the challenge there was some yamahas but those are all all the all the bikes pretty much in the challenge are semi-million dollar bikes wow they got yeah. spawn and frames they got the everything <laughs> wow so it's like uh the banks gp where the top riders and the nortons and such yeah. those are all hand and built and very uh one-offish yeah and they're they're ready they're waiting for the next biggest team guy to show up so the guys next to us um dale quarterly and I remember him, mark yeah. miller nice they were yeah. both on these bikes that 
that Colin Edwards <laughs> ran last year. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, kind of bringing a, a knife to a gunfight, you know, with, with the machinery. Uh, yeah. They definitely got the horsepower and, uh, you know, the one-off uh, one off everything, really. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. You know? and, and, uh, the, the mechanic, the everything to make sure that they went. So they had a really good shot at it. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's cool that uh, getting more Americans out there. And it's, it's interesting also to use those type of motorcycles compared to new motorcycles, even though, you know, the top guys have ones that big budgets you really can't uh, get away from that yeah, no matter where new, you race new everything yeah. inside and all around the edges yeah. totally rebuilt that's awesome and uh i guess uh yeah mark miller actually was an isle of man racer and uh you know uh, quarterly of course was an ama guy back in the day and uh, very fast on uh, kawasaki as well so that's that's awesome they are getting some incredible talent out there you know and uh on both sides you know australians yeah. as well and, and any every team that goes there you can't leave out new zealand we got a bunch of buddies <laughs> down there they're they're like on our side they're the, we're kind of a ragtag team and um we have Five some years. some famous names and stuff and they do too but get them to actually show up you almost gotta get paid or be treated super nice or something but anyhow they're slowly getting it to work but there's a lot of new zealand guys that there was once upon a time an english a uk team took them 10 years to beat the australians but wow. they did it <laughs> so they came over with a million dollar package yeah they, they were and that's with what purpose. it took yeah, uh, and so dude got tired of spending a million dollars every year. I guess. Yeah, Some. I can see that. You so know. they backed out, but for one year there was even an Irish team. Nice. Yeah, I mean uh, that's that's a pretty uh, long uh, long haul as well from there, you know. And, and yeah. also, uh, weather's quite different compared to Ireland. You can imagine the bacon out there because last time you said it was very very hot out in Australia. Yeah, Phillip really Island, nice. You know, pretty, Some, pretty cool. This year's the only year it didn't rain. F- for a minute or half a day but it only rains for half a day and the rest of it you could get a sunburn it's great <laughs> awesome so uh, let's see here uh, we are going to start in the racing season and uh, i myself just went again uh, to button willow for the second time and finished which is yay i'm officially a racer Woo-hoo. albeit uh, probably one of the slowest guys out there but you got to start somewhere and you know that's a thing really you got to be patient and uh, a lot of guys out there and it's it's really neat uh, you got to thank the afm for being out there the turn workers the organization without them we would never be able to do it and uh, it's a whole lot of work and, and like we were mentioning earlier you're sitting out there in the middle of the sun you know and uh, you know if uh, something happens they're out there to pick you up and uh, get you back safely so thank you AFM and uh, thank you the turn workers you know and uh, you know as well uh, CT Racing the Pirelli boys I actually for the first time ran, uh, ran some slicks uh, Pirelli slicks for this time and, uh, and yeah they were really good I had a soft front medium rear and the boys at CT racing were very very cool they were able to uh, mount them and balance them for free tell me the tire pressure which is a been a million years since i've been racing and boy you know it's 23 in the rear and like 26 up front the, the tire pressures are crazily low you know that's yeah, yeah. that's some dirt territory yeah it's, it really is and uh, i don't have tire warmers so he gave me actually uh cold and warm tire uh, pressures uh, of course warm they have it a little higher i think like 26 or something for the rear uh, but you have to have the warmers and, the, and yeah. the generator and that's a thousand dollar setup you know yeah and, and then you, you get the temperature gauge also yeah so the little so, gun you point yeah so it's it's really what the temperature of the tire is i'm not that great on either i'm still learning i think it's like it's 180 degrees and yeah you want to get it at that temperature you want to keep it at that temperature and you especially want to be running at that temperature so like if you come in and it's too cold or something so you got to have a guy with the gun 
And uh, take, take, take so that you, note. I think you raise or you you either raise or you lower the pressure. But anyhow, so that's how you end up judging where you're supposed to be. And yeah, there's a real whole science. So it's a it. formula. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's keep, a, it's very neat. Keep them warm and sticky. Yeah, and I, I believe I was talking to when when uh, uh, Sergio Galvan was here. Uh, we saw him this weekend racing as well. Wonderful. And uh, he was mentioning uh, it's also about the the cycles. You know, uh, cold and hot cycles. You know, if you leave them leave them for the day, you know, at least you don't have to go through the cycles each time. Yeah. So it's out, a, a cycle know. a day instead of ten cycles today exactly. and ten tomorrow between uh, Saturday and Sunday. So yeah, so I had a great time out there, and uh, really want to thank the Pirelli boys. And uh, you know, uh, had a great time. Those tires were confidence inspiring. You know, uh, they also do have Dunlop and Bridgestone out there. Uh, Racers Edge Performance is out there, and Sport Bike Upgrades are out there. And uh, you know, Michelin uh, Rice uh, has Race Race Motorsports. It's nice. You can have all the tires you want uh, from each from each uh, menu. Manufacturer, and if you if you're a racer, or even you know for that matter, if you're doing a track, they mount and balance them for free. You know they want to make sure you're safe. They want to make sure if you have any questions, you're out there. They're actually out there to help you. They want to make sure that you you go faster. They want to also make sure that uh, you kind of have an under, understanding. You know how to how to use those and uh, make make the best of them. It's a pretty nice service. You don't even get that in the real world. Exactly. Well, you got you got you got your motor tire guy that'll help you, but it's quite different. You got to be in San Francisco for that one. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's a, it's really nice. Uh, feel like a pro LLC. Uh, they were out there as well. Catalyst Reaction was out there. GP Suspension is out there. These all these guys basically what they want to do is they, they want to make sure that you have an understanding of suspension as well. And uh, you know, even uh, they even you can even get a massage if you want out there. Uh, just in between races, to actually uh, Project Serenity Massage is out there and. Uh, They'll take away your aches and pains while you're between between racing, which is pretty yep, cool. Sometimes actually. that really works. Truly, truly does. And uh, also, Oxymoron Photography. Uh, they're really neat, actually. Uh, I have a few pictures right now from round one and two. And it's it's really cool that, uh, you know, you know, it's always nice to have a... How do, how do you say, Wade? It's always nice to have memories, you know. I mean, we have a ton of pictures, and I know you love your pictures. And, yeah, it's... it's, it's yeah, it's, it brings out memories. You, you can tell the nitty-gritty between each one. Yeah, I, I can tell you what race it was because of what stickers are on my bike and uh, what turn and, and things like this and that and where where is it where is it? like the the TT what corner is it Yeah, and you what can also pick up it? wonderful what, what, background. Yeah, and our sidecars, we look at all of them and you can see what each team is doing like in the same corner. This is what everybody looks like. This guy is totally doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can see the frustration in the race behind me. It's like get out of my way. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's really neat. And like you said, it's it's a studying tool as well. You know, because you really don't get that. And I noticed a lot of the boys out there and girls. Boy, you could. I got my butt whipped by a few women out there, and they are fast. And uh, nowadays, you know, uh, the four hundred class is a very very big one, and you, and, and it's super competitive i mean everyone's close racing and uh one of our boys will be here in two weeks uh he'll uh, actually talk about racing 400 class with his girlfriend she plays third as well and uh that being said uh, well let's see next race actually for the afm we're going to be looking at uh, round four round three thunder hill raceway on june 29th and 30th and then july 27th and 28th there are no new rider schools on that one i believe the next one would be uh on august 31st uh, as far as wanting to join the afm again however you know you can always contact them i think you may be able to take a uh 
uh, you know, a motorcycle track day class, that may qualify as an NRS. Uh, gonna have to look into that for you guys if you want to actually get into racing because uh, got a few months away for that one. Yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, Wade's actually going to be racing uh, Arma, which I'd love to go to out to uh, the end of the month, and that's uh, Willow Springs Raceway, which is one of my favorite tracks. It's the fastest track in the West. And uh, boy, tell us about that one. That's with Arma, Arma and sidecars, SRA West. Ooh. So I've been racing sidecars for close to twenty years, whatever, a little more. Um, been riding bikes even longer, um, but the vintage. Arma is basically vintage motorcycle racing, like what we do at Phillip Island. Because mm-hmm. of Phillip Island, I got into it, and back in the old days, he gave those bikes away, whatever. Yeah. He got rid of them and got a new bike, anyhow. So, pull those old bikes out, Arma's racing almost everything. Yeah, I, I looked into it myself, you know. I mean, uh, nowadays, you can actually race an 86 GSX-R750 or an FC750. I was trying to find yeah. exactly what I could, could take out there, you know. I got yeah. a FCR 400 I'm working on, but it might be just a little over the year being a 19. I'll have to look into that. But all these boys, like you said, I mean, uh, a lot of those guys took their bikes that they have sitting in the garage and finally dusted them off. You know, I'm seeing that at the AFM races. They have the super bikes out there, like the 82 uh, and below around that. So I think they're... uh, the popularity is coming back and racing, race, yeah, racing those and, bikes. And th- there's a lot of those bikes in closets still around. Exactly. I need to find uh, one. Nobody would really give me there, so I had to start over and get my own. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I'm looking but, for So one. that's where Eric is on my KZ. And for some funny reason, I ended up being a real underdog. I'm the guy on the goozy. Yeah, well, that's a fine goozy as well, so, boy. So, yeah, I'm selling uh, push rods. Everybody needs some push rods. Even if you've got to tape it on the side of your fairing, you need some push rods. Well, I was looking. The Army does have a twins class, as I recall. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they have a, a limit. We just read the thing again. There's only one class I'm really, really legal or competitive in. And, uh, Interesting. It's uh, vintage heavy super bikes or something like that. Was it? Yeah. Well, they do have a bunch of classes. I Every, saw a everything else everything. is a seven fifty. I got a thousand. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I got a full thousand. Full thousand and a full fairing, and it's purple. We're team purple. Yeah, it looks great. If you ever want to see it, you can always check out Racers Alley on Facebook book, and you can see who we are. You know, put a, a face to the names, and also check out the bikes. And uh, you know, we uh, we we post what we're doing when we're racing and that type of thing. So it's a nice way to see who uh, who's actually uh, you know uh, who we are on the show and uh, what we're up to on Racers Alley. You know, that's a, that's a really good way to get a contact with us as well. You know, um, we're always looking for guests uh, as, as far as racers or anyone in the industry. I've posted as well. Uh, you're always welcome to uh, come on in we're here from six to eight thursdays and uh, we're live and then after that you can always get the show on podcast so what's nice about it is uh, i'm going to have a few racers here in a couple of weeks they'll be able to thank their sponsors they'll be able to talk about you know how they started racing and uh, what motivates and from there what their plans future plans are you know it's it's funny uh, out there now i'm kind of the old guy and you see all a bunch of young kids out there and all these bikes and uh, quite different than we were starting out there's a there's a lot more uh, you know they have a lot when more advantages starting out. <laughs> right i just started again i'm still a yellow plate you know, i just started completely over and that's another funny thing as well you know it's a yeah a whole lot of fun to see a whole lot of people da, 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 da. i started when i was 13 you are yeah let's see i didn't i start. just kept counting i guess sometimes that, i had to not count just just keep going there's another straightaway do another lap do another lap well were you on a, did you start out on a flat track or did you start out on a road racer 
Actually, both. Okay. My first season was dirt track, but my actual first race was a road race. Well, back then, the AMA number plate, you had to do TT, motocross, and flat tracking, right? Yep. Uh, no, it was a TT uh, road racing. Road racing, flat track. Yeah. So the, Yeah, they had, they had five things. They, they only got to do one now. Yeah, exactly. But uh, to have those well, plates back in the day, you had to actually win all three, uh, the, uh, the trifecta. Yeah. The number one boy. Yeah. I've, I've come pretty close. I play with a little bit of everything and, yeah, you know, it's always it on your own because you have a dream. Well, when did you start sidecar? Uh, 94 at the TT because I, I learned I could stick my thumb out. I was at the TT. I rented a bike uh, for three classes and I didn't know that I should have said it was bored out. It was a 650 or bigger, blah, 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 for the Formula One and the senior class. So they held me out of both classes. I had one class, and I'm going there for one race. I I've was going to do three. And, 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 and I had already been there two years. Anyhow, I learned that they have these little rules sometimes, and so there's going to be a sidecar person that needs a passenger because of some funky little rule. And all the rules said, no, 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 no. And then there was this one rule at the time. It's probably gone now. Any uh, racer, any TT racer can be a sidecar passenger. Huh. Dot, dot, dot with no experience. Well, they got to figure no one's insane enough to just want to hop on a sidecar and be a passenger at the aisle. Yeah, yeah kind of, sort of. It, it, and it is super big and dangerous and everything. It's like, you got to know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what you're doing. And I know what you're going to do. Sure, you can drive me around. Wow. We're all professionals here. So you you know whether you can do it or not. That's awesome. I've gotten a few people rides, and one of the TT guys, I, I forget exactly what his name was, but I believe also an American, was at the TT, and we were all doing it, and he said, I'm doing it too. Wow. And he got a ride, and like four or five of us were passengers. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, Christine, I remember she was out there at, uh, when I was there in yeah. 04, which is, uh, and uh, yeah, she was at Christine, the, yeah. Rory, Todd. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. This guy. Uh, all right, Todd. Uh, so Todd and Rory and Christine were all my passengers. Here in America? Here, here in America. So I, I got four rides over there. That's once a year. Four different people. And I hitchhiked with this guy over here. Um, nice. Lingham or something like that. <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> I have to look at the pictures to really get the names and everything. But anyhow... Um, I rode with four people, 94, 90, 92, or was it 94, 5, 6, 7. Wow. And then I got a sidecar here in America, a little something you should never really see because it, it should be slow and everything, but it's got five-inch wheels. It's like a little Mini Cooper with three wheels. Yeah, I remember that Good one. Good old 99. 99, yeah. Great, great I got trip. it out of Cycle Salvage. I changed a motor on it, put a 900 Ninja motor on it, and slowly made it famous yeah that's a and, and, and so I, it was between it was not at willow springs but at laguna seca and donner hill climb the the president slash number one which was on the missile was now competing with good old 99 
Nice. Yeah. Well, I remember you guys uh, at Laguna Seca. You guys were, yeah, it's pretty famous at the time. It was awesome. Yeah, because those guys slow down for the corners, and we we gas it going in and slide it like a, like a speedway bike or a flat tracker. It doesn't fall down. Yeah, exactly. All you can do is go or spin it out. <laughs> Just move. Just and roll, rub and trace it. So I was, we were in Portland one time. We are on the starting line, and there was an announcer coming around with the microphone and blah, blah, blah. He gets to everybody. He gets to us, and then we turn around and go, what is that? There's a big old long front straightaway, and in the middle of turn one is a storm heading this way. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, everybody better gear up and get going. And they threw the flag. We raced into the storm. It rained. It poured. It, wow, we had we had such a great time. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I guess uh, yeah, PIR. I mean, up there, it's Oregon. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. you're kind of surrounded by green grass and everything. You know, you don't want to touch it. But so I go bombing into turn one, and I usually pitch it in at like 150 and catch the invisible berm over there at 100. Wow. And so what do you do? Now it's wet. Uh, I you can only get away with this on 99 in a vehicle like that. But yeah, I I did exactly the same thing. Well, let's see. Cart it. <laughs> and so we pitched it. We we went in. We actually lost it. It turned around, but it only turned around. And so now we're going backwards. And if I went bit, it would be going straight again. Nice. So I did old, that every lap. <laughs> it, it was so hilarious. It was boring to ride it the other way, and it's like go in and because it would it'll spin this way, it'll spin that way. So I w- I actually spun it out and, and pulled it back. Nice. We were battling out for last place, but <laughs> well, even up, then, you know, yeah. that's still great. I en- I ended there. up catching somebody. It was totally hilarious. I I caught him. I dove in in front of him because he's going to be in my way. Anyhow, pitched it in, going into turn one, ended up looking at him. We're looking <laughs> eyeball to eyeball, and I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> so I know, what, are, what are you going to do next? Yeah. Straighten her out. And then flipped it around and kept on going. He goes, and he did another lap or so and pulled in. It's like, I, I just can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, racing in the rain is, uh, you know, quite an interesting thing. I mean, if you've never done it, it's definitely a, a certain skill set. And once you're done, you, you you definitely pat yourself on the back. You know, it's a, you know, our friend Riyama at one point, she was on a track day and uh, all the boys, uh, you know, they pulled in because it was raining on a, a you know, on a, on a track day school. And uh, she just ended up going out there and just going in circles. And, you know, it's, even though if you're going slow, you're still going fast out there and you know you get better and better you know wet weather yeah. riding is it just makes you so much better i imagine it's like motocross yeah you know, she, we met her she was a newbie and yeah and exactly, yeah. we totally watched her graduate to miss little superwoman it's yeah, great it's, yeah i really congratulate you know, we ride everywhere all the time and so so does she yeah exactly and she's a badass now it really is uh, hopefully we'll have her on a show one day we i should really ask her about that yep, and, uh, definitely someone definitely. who's mentioning english rob the other day so we got Gotta, gotta get oh, him in here. Wrong, yeah, he would be great in here because he yeah. has all the stories and uh, yeah, and, uh, and an accent. <laughs> exactly. He, tell tell you proper about the, over there at the aisle in England. All right. Well, let's uh, let's have a uh, small break here and get some music on. Brian's uh, here. Milk crate. Brian uh, having some nice tunes, having a little fernet, and uh, yeah. So, oh right, yeah, Brian, what do we got next? Uh, we're gonna go a little bit metal. We're gonna start out with uh, some Caius. 
uh, you know, great desert stoner rock style thing. And then I'm going to play a local band here from San Francisco uh, called War Bison, who uh, oh, yeah. lead uh, guitarist, used to be a bartender over at Molotov's. And all those boys are over at Idle Hand Tattoos on Hate Street, too. Oh, interesting. Um, they're, they're doing a show every couple months. So, you know, I would check them out. They've got a band camp site if you want to see them live. Um, that'll be the second. Maybe I'll play two of theirs after the Caius because they're a little bit quick and they are fast and hard. So I think you're going to enjoy them if you're a punk. Awesome. Yeah. Right on. Local war bison. Thanks, Brian. Right on. All right. Let's get some tunes on.
are. Right on. Milk Cape Ryan, thank you for actually uh, running the tunes here. Who, who did we just listen to? Uh, we were just listening to some Malmsteen, very famous uh, heavy metal guitarist from Sweden, who's a little bit over-exuberant sometimes, but it's kind of nice to get into that weird esoteria. <laughs> nice. Thanks very much for uh, showing up. Brian's uh, here a couple of weeks uh, out of the month, and uh, always a pleasure to have him uh, spin some tunes here. And You know, it's uh, very nice to have a diverse uh, round of music, and uh, a lot of us here in San Francisco definitely like that uh, hard, hard rock. You know? Yeah, well, I yeah. love it, and this is a great venue for me to play some of it, because <laughs> yeah, they don't let you play this in the clubs. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned earlier, uh, next week we're going to have a guest here, and I guess uh, uh, this weekend you just had a little bit of a ride, and... Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, who's going to be our guest next week? Next week, our guest is going to be Carrie Doherty, who runs uh, Motorboard Adventures, which is an all-female motorcycle touring company. Wow. Um, she organizes several rides uh, over the year. Uh, they're over at motobird.com, if you want to check that out. Um, and that's mostly focused uh, here in California. She does a lot of adventures down in South America. Uh, she just wow. got back from doing a week-long Belize trip with uh, a g- group of girls, and I guess that went Sweet. great. How but, fun. Yeah, and uh, this weekend they did a co-ed adventure, which is like a once-a-year kind of thing for them, and they co-organized an event with uh, the infomercial famous Law Tigers, Yes, the uh, motorcycle attorneys. Who provided a lot of great, uh, great funding for us and uh, equipment and everything Good sponsors. we needed. Really, really excellent, top-notch sponsors. Nice guys too. Um, but they did a co-ed adventure out in Carrizo Plain, which I don't think anybody knows where it is because every time I've talked about it, people have asked me. So, <laughs> if you know where San Luis Obispo is, and you go east, Carrizo Plain is about halfway between 101 and I-5. That's uh, Southern California for you guys, uh, our, our listeners who aren't uh, local. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really almost Central California. You're at Central. almost about Bakersfield. So you oh, got wow. San Luis Obispo on your left or on your west, and you got Bakersfield to the east. And this plane is smack dab in the middle between them. Boy, you know, I wonder if I was near you down at Button Willow. That's interesting. Yeah, we really weren't that far away. Yeah, we really weren't. Wow. Pretty cool. Anyhow, uh, we got Wade here and uh, Milk Crate Brian, Wade Boyd, Subculture Racing, myself, Alex Torres Mori. And thank you again uh, for listening to Racers Alley here at Beauty Radio. You know, uh, we love Pamtastic here and uh, she always has great shows, you know. And, uh, you know, for a comedian, it's a great place to learn. On Monday, she'll have her, you know, uh, basically you come on in and uh, you learn learn it's a joke workshop and uh from there uh yeah people critique uh, you have a few seconds uh, a few minutes or whatever to, uh, to run a joke and then uh everyone works together it gives you some good input i mean i can't imagine anything harder than being a comedian because uh it's a really instant thing whether you do well or not you know and uh it takes a lot of gumption and a lot of you know confidence to be able to do that you know and uh when it works out i'm sure it's just wonderful you know nothing like having a bunch of people uh you know have a good time when uh whatever show you're doing and laugh and you know go from there you know and it's also very creative and uh, I keep on forgetting to mention our boys on Forever Two Wheels they're here Monday actually from 8 to 10 they also uh, talk about motorcycles uh, a little more about racing and what's going on uh, you know they have schedules and they know exactly who and where and what the folks are doing out there so gotta listen to them on Mondays Forever Two Wheels between 8 and 10 our boy Steve is out there still and uh, yeah having a great old time you know and uh, again uh, happy hour over open mic on Fridays with Pam Tastic's Comedy Clubhouse and uh, which is nice cuz you can actually come on in and just uh you know test yourself 
if you've never done it before come on in go in front of a mic and try to make people laugh that's awesome and then uh, from there from uh, 8 to 10 she has her comedy clubhouse and that's when all the comedians get together some pro- folks probably from the joke workshop you know and finally you're at a show you know it costs a little bit to get in and you watch comedy shows and it, it's great because you can you can see uh, the progression and you can see local comedians uh, coming from all over the Bay Area for the show so uh, definitely you know check it out have a great time here from 8 to 10 at uh, Pam's comedy clubhouse you are are so yeah i also want to thank a couple of our sponsors here of course uh meet any radio and uh, subculture racing uh, which uh i got i'm pretty proud to say i'm part uh, subculture racing again not that i ever left it's just i never raced again so i'm back again which is awesome you know and uh, i'm very proud of that actually and so far so good and uh you know as long as they're finishing races even though i'm damn near last well i last and everyone's a i'm a rolling speed bump but it's still great to be out there it's still great to be around a whole bunch of uh folks uh, you know, you can see the young guys out there, and you can see a lot of folks that uh, were there when I was there, and it's quite incredible, actually, the, the the amount of talent, you know. And again, thank you the AFM for all that. Uh, boy, look who rolled on in here, Moto Tire Guy. How you doing, Robbie? Yeah, have a long day today. Non-stop. Awesome. You know, um, of course, uh, Moto Tire Guy, he's uh, he's out of here in the uh, Bayview area of San Francisco. And uh, basically, you bring in your bike or you bring in some rims, he'll get your bike done within an hour, hour and a half. I mean, uh, you can either have your tires sent there or you can bring them on in. And what's always nice is... You know exactly how long you're going to be there, and uh, when you're going to be able to get get out of there. And it's, uh, thank you, Robbie, for always being that guy, and you've uh, definitely helped subculture out over the years as far as being a sponsor. R E R. Just sit back for a relax, uh, relax for a second. I see you're just all wound up. So I'm hold up, right how on. How many so. tires did you change today, Robbie? <laughs> Twelve. Holy moly! Really? That's almost a record. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Holy moly! That's nice. Right on. Also, uh, well, uh, Tokyo Moto. Uh, I work there as well. Uh, we just moved over to 50 to Haro, and again, we uh, work on all types of motorcycles, and uh, except for Harleys and uh, BMWs. However, uh, you know, uh, we do all the tune-ups, all the good stuff. If you have any questions, things like that, no just Harleys. feel free to come by. No Harleys. And again, CC Rider Tow, they uh, bring a lot of bikes uh, to our shop. Uh, they will be in the Bay Area, as well as Cycle Tow. These guys are great. You know, they'll come pick you up. They'll, they'll, they'll bring the bike over. We have a good rapport. And, uh, you know, they're local. Uh, cycle Tow in the East Bay and CC Rider Tow uh, here in San Francisco. Awesome. They always help us out as motorcyclists. And uh, so, Benders and Molotovs, well, there are establishments that always keep us uh, nice and happy, and uh, they've helped us out many times over the years. And what about Lucky aisle. 13? And of course, Lucky 13. However, Lucky 13 uh, just had their uh, boy, a big old party Saturday. I was racing. I missed that one. 25 years? 25 year anniversary. Holy moly. Oh, uh, institution. Uh, yeah, boy, that's a great time. Yeah, I I wish I were there. I saw pictures. It looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, He's nice, wearing the shirt. Nice shirt, Robbie. There you are. Yeah, and gold instead of the uh, red. It's kind of a nice. special color. Ah, that is cool. I, I actually had that on my helmet on, 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 on the right side. Martin gave me a little sticker. So I did represent out there at the AFM, which is uh, nice as well. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, uh, let's see. Robbie, so any news as uh, far as business? 
I'm tired. (laughs) Right on. It was a busy day, but I knew it was coming. I mean, rain in the wintertime slows things down, and I'm like, oh, one of these days it's going to get really busy, and today was the first day of the busy season. Yeah, so I guess uh, San Francisco here, for all you folks, uh, it was uh, one of the warmest days, actually, in San Francisco for the year. Summertime. Summertime. Damn summer. That's why I broke out the Siamese dream. It always reminds me of bright, sunny days. (laughs) Well, also, I saw you were wearing their face mask today boy my uh my boys uh my kind of scotty over there at uh at uh tokyo moto he uh he sneezes he's I, I thought i had bad allergies and the poor guy's just been sneezing like a dickens for the past week it's just kind of crazy they are yeah. kicking my ass to the point where i don't care about yeah. the shame of wearing the n95 mask i've just got it on all day I maybe take it off when I'm in the office, but that's about it. You no know, kidding. I'd encourage him to just suck it up and put on an N95 <laughs> because it makes a hell of a difference. I'll let him know tomorrow. Boy, yeah. it'll make a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can imagine just being sneezing all, all day. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, so what, what do we got next going? Uh, we got the sidecar uh, and, uh, well, for the first time, the sidecar over at Willow Springs with Christine. And uh, that's going to be a great time. Uh, when is that? When? The 27th, 28th. And you know what's going on this Saturday at Sonoma is Supermoto USA. No there kidding. You go. Yeah, wow. Hollywood's racing. Brock McAllister, the big boys are going to be out. No kidding. Sonoma, that's, Saturday. That's going to be a beautiful uh, time. Great day out there. And, you know, uh, Supermoto, for your listeners that don't really know, it's kind of like a motocross bike with slicks on there. And uh, they go really, really fast, and they can really, really lean. And a lot of times, you're just kind of moving around when you're, when you're going going through the turns it's, it's it's phenomenal if you've never seen it and sears point's a wonderful track as well do you know if well, they're doing the car a uh, no. car track or are they doing the proper uh it's on the cart track i mean okay. the uh-huh. big track is a little too big for too big yeah, legs, the yeah. car track is so much fun nice it's a sweet cart track gonna head out uh, so uh, it's gonna be saturday so uh, supermoto who's who's throwing that Supermoto USA. Supermoto USA. So check them out. Yeah, SupermotoUSA.com or just yeah. Google Supermoto USA and get the details. Go from there. Yeah, yeah that's going to be great. You know, it's a great racing coming up, you know. And like I mentioned, uh, Armor's going to be here at the end of the month. I wish I could find a bike. Any listeners out there? I'll race your bike. Anyhow, um, Wade's going to be out there for the first time on the sidecar. And it's how long has it been since you've been, uh, been out there on, on, on the rig? Or yeah, what was the last race on that one? Well, some, sometime last year, we got it ready for Australia, but didn't go. Um, so somewhere near the end of the season, last year's season. Okay, right on. And, uh, Miller, and so September. Everything's ready to go. We hope so. Fresh gas. Uh, it's and supposed go, go, go. to be. I'm, I'm changing the oil, and supposedly the tires up. Everything's up. I can't actually pull it out. Yeah, yeah. Until I move it, but it's supposed to be ready. It was ready to go to Australia. Charge the battery. And uh, for for our listeners, if you don't know, you know, a sidecar is a vehicle uh, three wheeled. It's uh, very low to the ground, and you usually have slicks that are quite wide. I imagine a ten, twelve inch. Yeah, we're running a short chassis, which is kind of semi old fashioned. The long chassis is the the new version, um, and we're running. Uh, nine inch rear tire and seven nice. inch side tire and front tire. I got Willwood's brakes all the way around. I thought they were really big until I looked at Big Dog Racing. What and are they? They got? Ha- they got brakes that are twice the size of mine. Wow! They, they got a, a missile with a uh, an R1, one of the new R1 motors in it and stuff. It looks like a 
sounds like a 350 Chevy trying to go by, and then it does. Okay. Wow. wow, that's Whoa. pretty nice horsepower. Yeah. 200. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting racing when you pass them. You can actually yeah. you know, wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. We like picking on those guys. <laughs> well, it's great. You know, I mean, sidecar racing is very rare nowadays. And uh, you guys are with the Sidecar Racing Association? SRA West. SRA West. So there's a contingency of sidecars uh, back east as well. Yeah, there's an east coast and a west coast, basically. Um, not so much happening in the middle, but we actually have one fellow, a friend of ours, in Yao, Pete Essoff. He's running on both sides. Nice. He runs the East Coast. They they have a house in Florida, so he's been living there for the last 10, 20 years or whatever. But he originally lived in Hayward. Wow. So he gets good about So he started racing out here. He just started the last couple of years, and Yao coming, he's going back and forth. So in the summertime, he comes out here, and then in the wintertime, he goes back there, and they, wow. they've already been racing. That's awesome. They're mm-hmm. like in race three or four or something like that. All right. Whoa. <laughs> you know, Florida, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, we have, great, we have great weather here in California as well, but, I mean, you really don't get the opportunity to go on the sidecars here too much. I mean, really, huh? It's, no, anywhere, really. Yeah. Red yeah. He- red-headed stepchildren. <laughs> yep, that's right. E- kind of everywhere. I hate to say it. Uh, we're anti-political, even though it's really good. You get to see something different. On the bikes, most everything looks the same nowadays. They look like this. They look like they're they're great and everything. But the sidecars, you actually get to see somebody moving around, not just a helmet going by. Well, that's the incredible thing. I mean, not only as a driver, I mean, you're, you're kind of encapsulated, which is really neat as far as a, you know, a spaceship-wise. Uh, it, it, it's a really unique position because you're kind of, uh, you know, on all fours, I guess you could say, correct? Basically, I mean that that type of position. Yeah, kind of. So it's hard to describe. I mean, I sat mm-hmm. on the side rig one time, and it's like you're laying on your belly. That you're like in a thirty degree forward position. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically on, on my shorty. I'm, I'm on my hands and knees on like a surfboard. Yeah, it's kind of like with that. a side rigger and. <laughs> And Christine's out there. She's got her, we call it your own little room. You got your little, so it's yours. Uh, what do they got? Not the surfboard, but the, the boogie board. She's got a boogie board attached to my surfboard. Yeah, exactly. And away we go. It's a good way to describe it. And then what she ends up having is uh, our several handles that is really, uh, over, over the years, you know, we've had these discussions. I mean, it's a personalized machine because over time, it's like, she want the handle over here or over there. It's, yeah. it's, you got to know where it's at. How long are your arms? What do you got to do? <laughs> so, you so you got that surfboard boogie board mix. It's it's basically the same thing. Whether you're cutting water or you're cutting traction on pavement, the tires do the, basically the same thing. So anyhow, we're coming mm-hmm. to, we're blazing down a straightaway. We come to a right hand corner, and the chair is on the left. Her boogie board is on left. She's going to crawl up on my back, and we're going to hang this right-hand corner like nothing to it. Yeah, it's incredible. Now we're going to come up to a left-hand corner, and she's going to crawl down the other side and out the, as far out as she can get of her boogie board. Yeah, and then so we're going to bomb that left-hand corner just like we did... But if there's a berm or a rock or a whatever, if there's a way I think I can get away with it, 
I can pick that chair up and I can clear that obstacle and cut that corner. And then if you get on, on my, when you really learn the car, what it'll do, I can light the rear tire and make it turn and do a burnout and launch out of the corner. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, again, incredible. Uh, basically, uh, for our listeners out there, he's taking a motorcycle line with Christine on the uh, the on the outside on her sidecar, uh, which is all integrated, and he's lifting her in the air, and she's hanging off literally off the over 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 the grass but also literally hanging off the right side of the sidecar so the pictures are incredible and again you can probably see them on uh face them a book under wade boyd or uh over on uh racer's alley and you got to see this it's quite incredible they they, they, they i think they had a really nice one of you guys up a pike peak pike's peak and uh yeah i got big compliments for that one yeah that was really neat and it, it gives you an understanding if you can see the picture but basically he's taking a motorcycle line through a turn where he's lifting the sidecar up with Christine hanging off and almost like think of a catamaran you know where it's up a little and you're still doing your thing and uh, yeah they again he's gassing it through there while yeah. she's up hanging off and the, gassing yeah. it out in the middle know? of that you turn it into a dragster and you you burn your way up the hill exactly you know so you create your own spot and burn and yeah you burn your way up the hill and you never ever get to see that unless you're watching sidecars. I mean, it's just so so unique a, a, a sport. You can see it on YouTube. Just search Formula One sidecar on YouTube. You can see not maybe wait a little bit, but you're, a lot of Europeans still do it hardcore. And that's true. Other people in the world doing it. Yeah. Now they they've gone to a 600 uh, Europe wise basically, and and so it's turned it more into bumper cars. They're a uh, little lighter. They're they're just as quick, if not quicker. Um, well, they're pumping a lot of horsepower. It's, it's made it, and so they all got the same thing or whatever. And you know, they were all really close. Their racing is like that. The, the rest of the world hasn't necessarily caught up yet. America hasn't not caught up yet. So we're still on a whatever. The six hundred is fast as your uh, leader. A race? new one. Mm. A new one, and so back when I brought one in from the aisle, uh, early 90s, whatever, and you know, I sponsored the girls with it, and Jennifer goes, what, I want, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I, <laughs> I want, remember that, that I want time. you to go high and wide. That thing is small and light, and you can actually drive around everybody. Because she has the weight to push down. and you know. That thing, because it's... It, it's, it's yeah, small. it's it's we'll say balanced. I hate to say that, but it's balanced a little more. It, the, yeah, it's small, it's light. It doesn't have the extra weight to slow it down, and it'll make that corner that at, a, yeah. at a use a nice high arc where nobody is and nobody will be in your way. Awesome. And you drive around them like they're not even there. Yeah, I remember pictures of 99. I always like that. And she did it. No, this this was, she rode 99 and stuff, and then she got graduated to 70. 70 was a 600 that I brought from the Isle of Man. Oh, okay. I, I missed that whole, I missed that whole rig. Yeah. I don't think I even Number remember 70. That. Yeah. A- a- ask Christine, that was her favorite car ever. Wow. Ever, 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 ever. It, it was great. It was a 600 back then. It was the only 600, and you could not blink a mistake to be able to to win. Nobody ever won a trophy on 70. I didn't win a trophy on 70. It, back then, there was only one, two, three trophies, period. 
how much does a sidecar weigh? Like uh, a leader bike weighs 440 pounds. How much do these side rigs weigh? I, um, a little more than that. I couldn't really tell you. Mine's actually pretty like. Uh, um, I imagine it also depends on the rig and who makes yeah, it. Yeah, they're all different. Different. at least. Five, five, five or seven. Five. Uh, six, six or seven. Yeah, six or seven probably. So, I mean, how you know, leader um, 600cc bikes that are pulling little 400-pound, you know, 600s, how do those engines do when they're pulling a 700-pound sled? You just have to keep it pinned in the yeah, red line all the it's time? It's more like a two-stroke. But keep I think it pinned rigs and keep it going. And keep it pinned. Because they're, they're new and everything, they really take the abuse. And I think they're made lighter nowadays. I think those the chassis and everything yeah. on them 600s, they're yeah. pretty... This is, again, the name Spondin comes out, but I mean, if you understand Spondin, listeners, they're a great uh, uh, frame maker back in the, the you know, UK, and um, boy, you know, it's it's just the best of the best of the best. And um, uh, A sidecar is a very, very personalized machine, and I think Wade used to... I mean, yeah, there's not the a production guy? line, they're all handy. No, there's a guy that, well, I mean, you can line. buy. Yeah, Wendell's one of them, there's, there's a few of them, I'm really bad at all, at names and anything, but... But you're talking, I mean, a new sidecar nowadays, a 600, I mean, what are you thinking properly uh, to get one out of the box? Uh, yeah. How, in a box? If you're talking American money, it's a big owl. The problem we're still spending twice as much for, <clears throat> oh, for the same the, thing. Rough the number, pound. rough number, ten grand, <clears throat> twenty grand. So yeah, I just looked and, and and dreamt a minute ago, and so who's making them? What do I want? There's there's an LCR, and there's one being made out of England, and it's twenty three thousand pounds. Wow, so oh, pounds, pounds. So you double yeah, that. So well, nowadays it's a little better, Wade, but still, it's yeah. a, it's a good chunk of change. You could buy a Harley yeah. for that kind of money. The L- LCR is <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The LCR is euro, so it should be a little less. The LCR is there's many of them. They're proven. That's that's the rig they have. But 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 uh, nice. Um, well, you know, I mean, uh, boy, you know, if I had the wherewithal a couple of years ago, I had a really nice nice one here for like ten grand. The Moto um, Guild one? Which no, one? Craigslist, and Wade knows the uh, one I'm talking it's, it's, about. It's for sale again too. Yeah. All right. Let's Got ten thousand. All right. Uh, all our listeners out there, I, I believe there's eleven thousand of you. If if if, if uh, each one of you sends me seventy five cents, I'll be able to buy this rig next week. So, uh, you know, we'll set a PayPal account and please send me 75 how do we know cents. all our subscribers aren't russian bots well uh send me rubles i don't yeah. give a shit right. you know uh, yeah i'm all good with that <laughs> you are you are all right well let's see here let's take a little bit of a break uh and uh, uh yeah we've got a few minutes and then we'll be back for the last seg- segment of our show and uh go from there brian and if, and if we're lucky maybe brian wrong? will say something Oh, Brian has been. Uh, Brian, Brian, Milk Crate's been here longer than you have, brother. And you yeah, haven't I mean, even heard. The guy that just showed up. Yeah, it's like, know, I we, speak with the records. And, here, so. Yeah, Illinois. And also, Illinois we, we, we were talking about you, you earlier. Give it to me the night before because uh. I packed it up this morning. But I will get you your Zappa next. Week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Robbie's been requesting Zappa for her hair. So you know. Hair. Yeah. Well, uh, since Brian started. Right on, right on. Get back to you soon. Thank you for listening to Racers Alley.
Take me to the town, baby. Funky Town. That is an awesome rendition. I'm going to find the original and bring that in next week. And Brian, we're going to we're gonna have to play back-to-back one of these days. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> weird cut. That's by a group called World Domination Enterprises. Awesome. On their one and only record called Let's Play World Domination. <laughs> right on. Good. Thanks for sharing that one. That's yeah, really, really cool. That. So, yeah, I, I want to welcome your friend Carrie next week. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you uh, very much for, I know you got a, a split here. And uh, thank you very much for spinning the tunes today uh, i always love the music you bring on in yeah uh, it'll be great having carrie in here next week if she can make it talking about moto bird adventures where they're nice. going in the future a little bit about the carrizo plane that i hinted at earlier we can tell you about that trip and more detail if you're really lucky she'll tell you the story about how i went down the hill climb at hollister two weeks ago oh <laughs> nice story coming you're showing up. off right on yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, i just wasn't reading the do not enter sign <laughs> yeah um, exactly forgot to see the sign yeah well thank you very much brian yeah, thank you for having me it's been wonderful awesome see you uh next week rer right on so uh wade uh, let's see here we got racing over at willow springs we got the sidecar going and you got the you're going to be running the moto guzzi where our friend uh mr lindauer eric lindauer a fine racer uh he's going to be running the uh oh, excuse me robbie he's gonna be uh <laughs> <That was> wade. <laughs> yeah let's throw someone under the bus uh anyhow yeah yeah, uh, yeah, Mr. Lindauer will be running the Suzuki then. No, KZ1000. KZ1, what, exactly? KZ1000. KZ1000, okay. So, yeah, that will be the uh, on the uh, classic uh, inline four superbikes. Uh, what is it? Uh, one yeah, of them. Production. something like that. I'm, I'm not sure the actual Dinosaur name. leader bikes. But, yeah, he's on, he's on the... Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a black... KZ1000 that was fuel injected, so it has chrome side panels on the gas tank. Basically, it, as far as I know, that's what what means it was injected. 
visually but anyhow it looks really nice and everything so that's what i started with it was an ltd model nice and turned it into a road racer well that bike is actually when you got that that bike is a looker with that chrome tank oh my and again uh listeners you can always see us on facebook and kind of hunt it down because we tend to talk about the way things look and i understand that you can't actually see things but you can always uh, check us out on facebook or you know take some mushrooms and close your eyes and uh, listen to us and go from there you know either way you're always welcome to enjoy our show you are <laughs> so anyhow uh, right on right on willow springs and uh for the armor boys and girls and again uh thank you for all the organization i wonder who's actually going to be running out uh, uh be the organizer out there at willow springs uh, back in the old days wsmc but uh, yeah interesting who's going to be running that uh, that organization i wish we could have motorcycle racing back out there again uh the, the wsmc was out there for a number a number of years but right now there's no formal uh, club out there supposedly those guys went to uh what is it there's one there's a there's a track down south even farther gotcha so like yeah okay uh, ontario uh, no no it's a, i know e- eastern talking. i just forgot the name of it but anyhow those guys supposedly went out there i'll think of the name in a minute of course but yeah, they had, they totally disbanded and, and it didn't work out. Yeah, after all these years, and that's what sucks because I mean, uh, on a motorcycle, that track is where you are one of the best there is. I mean, yeah, I still have to conquer it, you know. And uh, we have a little reckoning, so hopefully, I'll get an armor bike out there someday. Uh, well, well, we got we have two weeks. So, listeners, I'll race anything you got. Trust me. So, if you <laughs> yeah, you could always contact us here and uh, call us up four one five 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 zero zero five one one, or I'm working uh, to. Yamoto. Boy, yeah, give me your bike. Yar. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious if there's any uh, new uh, Monday, Sunday morning ride. Marin reports how's the road? Is it still one way in some areas? No, it's pretty much open. There was a couple bridges and, and creek crossing and stuff. Everything's actually pretty much open and, and kind of free flowing until all the community gets there later on around lunchtime and as uh, the CBR adapted to Highway 1, have you tuned it in? You know, uh, you say like it slows down too soon or too quickly or something like that. You don't know you're slowing it's down. It's like pull, it's like pull, dropping a, the parachute, and so I think I'm doing okay. I just be trying to make sure I go slow enough in the corner, and I find out I'm going twice as slow as what I thought I was going. Oh well, sorry um, for for whoever's following me, and then and then zip off and. It's kind of like a Honda 100. You got to turn more throttle, turn more throttle. It'll actually do whatever you're asking. You just it wants it wants a little more pre-run at it. What do you really want? Give me a little throttle. Give me a little. Oh, oh, is that what you want? <laughs> oh, oh, I can yeah, I can do that. Uh, okay. You want to go there, huh? Yeah. So yeah, it's um, hasn't failed any test yet. I still could play with the suspension a little bit, but I'm busy with life and everything, yeah. and I only ride it on Sundays. Just change your oil. That's a Honda. You got a Honda now. Yeah. You just change your oil, dude. Yeah, so I change your oil. I'll, I'll play with a couple of things. Well, I got a new sticker. Look out. You got a I, I got a mutiny radio sticker. So I'm going to trim it down. So it's, and it's hilarious. It's, it's the right size. really small. <laughs> nice. Hey, and summer feels like it's here. No more rain. What are you thinking? Rain's done. I, I'm pretty much sure. Yeah, yeah. May that. already. Come on, it, May yeah. it stops raining. Right? It was summer instantly this afternoon. Yeah. Whoa. 
Yeah, beautiful day out there. Now, I hope to get a bike again running. Uh, yeah, the uh, 636 race bike ran okay. I finished, but I still got to deal with a little cooling issue. And as far as the R1, I still kind of took the clutch apart today, and hopefully uh, everything looked good in there. I have a misshifting issue where it's dropping out of gear. So I'm thinking hopefully now it's uh, going to be the spring over there. So the basket my... looked fine. It's just maybe yeah. the shift off. Well, actually, there, I need right? a new clutch. The boy who had right, it before me was a wheelie. The looked could fine. See. No dent. Yeah. Everything was fine that way. Yeah. So I think it's a detent spring over there on the shifter mechanism. There's a couple of those in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So take it apart tomorrow. And unfortunately, I won't have it together for the Easter ride. And I sacrificed everything to actually go racing last weekend, which means that, you know, I didn't fix things and I didn't pay other things. But, uh, you know, I was successful and very happy with the outcome. So, you know, as far as uh, things. Look, look, look at that person. smile on his face. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone even like my tan. But it was a beautiful weekend out there for sure, you know. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, boy, so uh, let's see. We're already talking about uh, the armor race coming, but even after that, you know, Wade's man of many talents already on the Gucci and the sidecar. Sacramento. Sacramento. So Sacramento Mile is yeah. coming up. Come one, uh, come all. Yeah, exactly. What's that, Wade? Yeah. Um, they have the pro race on Saturday, Saturday night. All the pros, everybody and their brother's going to be there. I can't quite usually pull that one off, uh, dot, 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 but I'm there the next day. <laughs> exactly. So the, the amateurs are there the next day, and so I don't have a covered wagon, so it's kind of hard to hide my bike or whatever. And, um, so, you know, I don't really live there. So anyhow. You're going to be taking the DTR one, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm going to take the DTR one. I'm really being polite to everybody, and I only enter it in one class. <laughs> don't want there too much are. whining. And Yeah, so last year they came up with this new one, and that's okay. So they gave out two first-place trophies last year. The real first place, and which I'll give it to you in, in a, next week or whatever, and, and whatever, you know, the first little bike. I don't know. What, what, what do you want to call it? Are your uh, tire, place? tires in good shape? You like that 190-50-17, I think, versus the 180s? Uh, yeah, I weird. think it was the 190, 50, yeah. 50-17 or the 55? That's... Uh, it was a low well, I'm going to end up sponsoring yeah, him right. a Pirelli somewhere okay. along the line. Yeah, it was, and uh, it he was, likes the Pirellis, correct? Yeah, they were they were the magic one. The Super and Corsas or just like the regular Rossas? We had the Rossas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Boy, the, the oh Super boy. Corsa. Gummy we, gummies. We destroyed the Super Corsa. It, it worked really good, and I was amazed it finished the, the main event. And, nice. and the, the Rosso comes away almost unscored. Unscorched. Yeah, so, and that's in 20 miles or so. Different compound. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. more of a street, regular compound yeah. versus so, an all out, com you know, race yeah. compound. Yeah, so. Ah, uh, so a little bit, uh, the, the difference in the compound, a little harder. Yeah, uh, normal, normal. normal. Yeah. With the distance. It was, it was a little yeah. too soft, so it just chewed itself up. Well, you got to also remember that that type, uh, that those tires were never intended by for, anyone in the engineering for horse department tracks? to be put on an R1 to on go a to a track. mile. <laughs> on a horse track. It's yeah, not exactly. Exactly, on a horse track. You know. There it's dirt. It's only trying to be we should, pavement. We should send some to the Pirelli boys and go, look, this is what those do. Yeah, let's see if we can you know, get some R&D tires yeah. for free. So, so, <laughs> so we went, I went with the low Rosos, and it lowered the bike, and it made it really good. It stuck. It, I did not destroy the tires. Nice. But, yes, I would like to start with new tires, at least. At least well, don't we all? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I had I had a great time on the Pirelli Slicks that I ran this weekend. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I was uh, literally the uh, rolling speed bump out there, but I was nice to actually actually have, you know, confidence. And there's nothing better than having a fresh set of tires. And, again, thank you, CT Racing, you know, the Pirelli boys out there at the racetrack. And uh, you guys were awesome. You are. Nuts and sticks like a new one. Exactly. You love new tires. Now, the new rubber is the best. You are. And, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, I mean, Robbie Moto Tire Guy, I mean, that's what he does. And today you had your record number of changes, right? I don't know if it was the all-time record, but it was a busy day. How many sets did you change today? Uh, well, it was a mix of walk-ins and ride-ins, but it was probably at least 12 tires. 12 tires. Yeah. That's, a, that's a long day. Especially out here in the Bayview, it gets really warm out there in your shop. You are. Sometimes it does. Today, today wasn't badly warm, but it was a little smidge warm, but it felt good. Nice. Right on, right on. So, uh, yeah. Well, it could be a... Well, Subculture is going to be represented and uh, myself now uh, will be uh, running AFM races and I hope to see you out there in June and uh, I'm going to have a bunch of flyers because I talked to a few of the boys out there and um, we will have in two weeks uh, sub- uh, a couple of uh, AFM uh, I believe 400cc racers I don't have their names in front of me right now as well as um, uh, boys next week we're going to have uh, a gentleman who fixes and works on leathers so I'll get all that information together and slowly and surely now that the race season's coming on we're hoping to have more and more guests here in the industry and uh, racers to tell their tales because you know nothing better than being on the radio and uh, having this because once once you talk about your friends and your sponsors and your goals and your dreams and you know what inspired you you have a podcast here, and that lasts for the rest of the life, and all your friends can listen as well. So we always welcome anyone. Uh, anyone wants to come by, you know, we're Racers Alley. We're here from uh, 6 to 8 uh, on Thursdays live, and then from there, like I said, you have a podcast, and uh, nothing better than telling stories, and you can always return. I mean, we always, we have great guests. We have great, uh, very relaxed here. So uh, if you're interested, please come on by and uh, tell us some fun tales. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We're also working on the, the phone calls. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're working on the phone calls. We have yet to break that uh, cherry on on the show so far. But uh, one of these days, uh, someone will give us a holler and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, go from there. Oh, and I want to uh, give a shout out to Armin, who called my XR a piece of shit on the last uh, episode. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And just so that. you know that P- POS won third place in the Western Flat Track last year. Oh, yeah. Sure yeah. Right. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Against all them big bikes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And Norman, uh, if you're listening, uh, I'm hoping you're having a great time out there. It was great to have you as our guest last uh, last show, and uh, wonderful to hear your stories. I actually had your sticker on my helmet when I was racing this weekend. Uh, that brought me a good luck, and I kept going forward. And I know you're doing the same thing. And lately, I heard you uh, change your tires to uh, different uh, ratios bigger. and different sizes, bigger, bigger better. better. And I heard you had a great time so uh, armand uh, next time you're in town please come by the show just uh, love to have you and hear about yeah. that stuff go right man, go. You know, go man go and uh, you know it's wonderful so uh, yeah right on right on thank you uh, for listening to racers alley here at mutiny radio in the heart of the mission and uh, boy oh boy we had a great show and uh, uh, next week we'll be here and uh, like i said uh, we're gonna have some special guests as well and um, from there uh, we're gonna be racing for the rest of the year so uh, we're gonna have more and more tales and uh you know hopefully uh we'll have a great year yar yar all right be safe guys yar
uh, one of those weather terms, you know, some are kind of cheesy, but uh, atmospheric river, man, that is just, that's just, that's ominous. <laughs> when you think of like the Mississippi River, like hanging over your head. Ooh. Um, let me, uh, 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 well, let me tell you what Mutiny Radio is. It's, it's, it's not just a radio station. No, no. It's a, it's a place where you can come and hang out if you want to. If you're traveling through, I'm like, oh, I always want to go to San Francisco. Well, um, you know, if you, if you do come into town, 21st in Florida and the beautiful mission where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. The time has changed, so it, it is light. But um, the sun is up, but the sky is gray. Um, let's see. And yeah, you can come in and get out of the rain. Um, we have hot water. That's all we have in the bathroom. That's how that's how how we're reaching out to the community. We only have hot water, um, not like the service stations where they broke the knob off the hot. No, no, no. We broke the one off the cold. That's how we roll here. Well, let me grab these records that we just listened to. Um, All right, yeah, that was Queen. Before that, were the Kinks off uh, Muswell uh, Hillbillies. Uh, 20th Century Man. Before that, uh, Bob Dylan off the Desire record. Uh, Black Diamond Bay. Uh, before that, Stevie Wonder. Uh, Boogie on Reggae Woman. And Santana um, off their first record. That was, uh, what was that? Uh, um, Soul Sacrifice. Now, <clears throat> I... Um, I've been getting into Santana. Well, I don't know. I, I, I like Santana, and there's always like a few songs that, that were just like really good. But the other day I watched, um, it was Santana at um, uh, Woodstock. And, you know, I mean, there's like, I know there's a movie and all, and it was, I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> the movie. Um, but this was a, um, a clip of their song, do, uh, of them doing that song. It was unfucking believable. Uh, check that out. It's, it's on, you know, the interweb. Um, Soul Sacrifice, uh, Santana. And it just blew that version away. The, 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 the studio version was just like, what a weird mix. It's like Carlos is buried. And you could, I don't know. It was, but that was their first record. I think they were just kind of. Um, you know, working things out. But, um, and then we opened up with um, another train wreck <laughs> of a song, a uh, long time gone, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young live. Um, it's the Four Way Street record. And I, I just like that song because it's just so bad, but it's so greasy. It's, it, it is a good groove. And I like, uh, I like uh, uh, speaking out against the madness. Sometimes you have to. Um, and one thing we do here uh, to speak out against the madness or to prevent um, madness in general is a segment called Rise from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart, no surprise, going to rise from the basement. And what it is, it's uh, any style, any genre, music has to be recorded where you live so these are home recordists um they do this stuff in their uh if they have studios or some people you know you can do it right off a, a pad or a phone um and you can have you can get 
take it to all different levels. But in the end, there is there is that that um, seed or nut, <laughs> the core mm, nugget of uh, of music in there, and this, there's uh, it's very uh, gratifying to hear like some uh, really uh, really excellent songs. Um, this is Kay Jizzle. This man is a machine. It's this, this song is so fresh. It's it's still wet. Um, I am stronger is the name of this. And hold on, I got let me turn this up. And uh, I touch that, and the pause button comes. The dots go, and then they're they're going. And sometimes as a single, and the, now the play button came back. Here, let's try it again.
Yeah, it's the feelies. <clears throat> the feelies. <laughs> uh, for a while, that called, um, and it's off the um, Only Life record. Uh, they had another one, I think, before that. Um, God, I can't think of it. But that was good. I had that one and lost it somewhere. Lost it somewhere. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is the Flesh Hammers. Can I tell you a little bit about them? Uh, let me see if I can get this and enlarge it. I brought these glasses with, and they seem to be kind of ineffective. <laughs> oh, I'm, they're doing something, but um, uh, let me tell you about the artists. Uh, the Flesh Hammers 